1: Thank you.
2: from Studio C. Sizzle, sizzle, senor! Dimly lit room, deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound in a brand new week. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Europe's new supergroup, Austin, Blinken, and Zelensky. Explain.
3: The uh, sec, deaf, and sec state of the United States I met with uh, President Volodymyr Zelensky of uh, Ukraine and Kyiv the other day. Yesterday, was it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And pledged all sorts of good stuff and said
2: nasty stuff about Russia. There you go. Awesome. Brand new week, everybody. Brand new week. This could be the week you get the big promotion. She says yes, he says yes, or. Or the week you're marched to your car with a cardboard box and it all goes to hell
3: yeah god closes the door etc there's some days
2: some days i yearn for that cardboard box or uh, as happened to me uh, a year and a week ago your spouse says i need to talk to you when you get home and it doesn't go well oh boy um so oh, golly. i hope you have the good week not the bad week Hey, a couple of follow-up headlines to our main headlines on the
3: Russia thing. Is Putin bloated? Live coverage coming up. Stay with
2: us. Physically? Like his body?
3: Yes, yes. Is he bloated? As in diseased. The bloat being a uh, signal of a disease he might have.
2: Oh, okay.
3: And it's pretty compelling evidence. And secondly, uh, on the whole job thing and the frog marched with the cardboard box thing. In the whole, some days I wish for the cardboard box thing. uh, (laughs) Ah. Has the great resignation turned into the great, oh my god, what have I done? Oh really? I love that topic. That's oh, a Oh my gosh, the numbers are crazy.
2: Any chance uh, Putin's rage eating? Like he's just ordering pizza, door dashing pizza constantly, going through drive-throughs. Well, as an emotional eater, I could I could see that. It's not impossible. Oh, you know? I gotta talk about our horrible swing and a miss by going to one of those KFC, A and W combos over the weekend. Any of the mm. combos suck. Mm. They suck. They make they're they're a worse version of both restaurants. What's the other one? Burger King, Taco Bell. Is that the other one? Who came up with this idea? They all suck. Mm. And I'm not exactly sure why. It must be the training or something. But they they're all worse versions of both restaurants. Don't eat yeah.
3: it. Yeah, you're I setting yourself
2: yeah. up for disaster.
3: I'm going to be your best friend and your business partner. It's just, no, no. One is great. Together, things get screwed up. Anyway, is it just that they hire a bunch of yuck-yucks who go back and forth, and nobody's really invested yeah, in I the think, grandeur I, that is Burger King, for I instance? I think that's probably it. That's probably it. The, the, you know what? Why did I just insult fast food employees by calling them yuck-yucks? <laughs> I, I apologize. But yeah. well, that was
2: elitist. I'm ashamed. It was elitist. It's legitimate what, what work. What the hell? That's It's not me. I'm not that guy. It's usually a starter job. Yeah, so for crying out loud, I've been that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Look at me. Wow. (laughs) Anyway, we can talk about that later. Came across a phrase that I was really into. Why? I'm going to make sure I get this right because it's a complicated phrase. Uh, I do enjoy a good phrase. Why are the Ukrainians doing so well? It's because our logisticians have met the demand signal. I heard from... As a, I suspected. <laughs> I heard from a former NATO Supreme Commander. Those military people have serious jargon. I mean, oh, yeah. nobody's got jargon like military people. I remember first time my brother came home from the Army with some friend of his, and uh, the dude talked jargon. I mean, you had no idea what he was talking about. It was all acronyms and words you'd never heard of. And stuff like that sentence I just hit you with. but um, So apparently that's a thing. Our logis- logisticians met the demand signal. Mm-hmm. So there you go. As they must. These just struggle times. times. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll hear more this morning about some of the weapons we're getting in the hands of the Ukrainians. And those are the weapons they're telling us about. There's all kinds of secret stuff that they won't even tell us about. The ones they're telling us about are just freaking incredible. The Russians are in a bad spot. They the, the sooner they recognize that, the better for them. And also, obviously, the better for the Ukrainians. But uh, we should start the show officially, as it is Monday, and we can't, you know, you can't be flying by the seat of your pants on a Monday. I mean, Monday's where you got to buckle down and get it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Monday, April 25th, of the year 2022. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Well, then let's begin officially according to
3: FCC rules and regs. Here we go. The show begins at mark. In counterintelligence, does
2: anything worry you more than Russia?
4: The biggest threat we face as a country from a counterintelligence perspective is from the People's Republic of China, and especially the Chinese Communist
2: Party. Yeah, pretty interesting interview with the uh, guy who runs the FBI on 60 Minutes last night. We'll be talking about it later about Ukraine and Russia and China and all kinds of different stuff and uh, crime being up all across this country, so there's plenty to chew on there. The breaking ish news this morning uh, hit when I got up and is still going on. Elon Musk met with the board of Twitter all weekend long, and it looks like he is going to take over Twitter and could happen as early as this week in the next few days. So, Elon Musk is going to be running or owning Twitter, it would appear. Yes, I uh, tried very hard over the weekend to fully read up and comprehend
3: everything that's going on, uh, and I failed. I was unsuccessful in that endeavor uh, because they kept just throwing around these terms from the world of mergers and acquisitions that I just I don't know what
2: they are. Well, that part's interesting, I guess, if you're a business major or something. I don't really care about that. But if he ends up with t- Twitter, what does that mean for free speech and conversation? And does Twitter still matter? Do all the lefty blue checkmark people that dominate Twitter take off for something else? And eh, it would be kind of interesting to follow
3: yeah, well, that'll be interesting indeed. But uh, I think that, and I hear you, folks. I we have a psychic connection. I feel your vibes, and a lot of th- people are thinking Twitter does doesn't matter in my life. I don't care. Why are you talking about this? I think its influence on the conversation oh, about a culture of free speech is many multiples of its significance as a social
2: media platform. Well, and its and its influence on the national conversation about every topic is huge. Whether you right. wherever they, whether you're on it or not. That's where all the people that make decisions and write the big articles that influence decisions, that's where they all live and chatter at each other and and go with some sort of angry posture with every response for some reason, because that's the when in Rome part of Twitter.
3: Well, right, exactly. And I was just thinking about why so many folks aren't involved in Twitter, and it's because it's so dangerous. I mean, some good friends of the Armstrong and Getty show lost their jobs, lost their careers because of a misstep on Twitter. It's a minefield. It's just a
2: vicious cesspool. Yeah, and you don't need to be on it to follow the news if you want to. And it's not as responsive as, like, Facebook and Instagram. From what I can gather, I'm not on either one of those. If you just want to, like, interact with friends and stuff, there are better options than Twitter. If it's all just about communicating with your, your, your old high school friends or whatever. Uh, plenty to talk about today. Uh, Emmanuel Macron with his hairy chest and his shirt unbuttoned down to his belly button got a, reelected elected uh, president of France. And uh, so he's going to be in charge for another chunk of time. The The election
3: in France was sad and pathetic. Nobody liked either candidate. They just decided which one they, they liked less than the other and um, voted against that person. That'd Wait a minute.
2: That would be a horrible situation to be in. Wait a minute. How does... <laughs> how does male bag look? Oh, it's strong. Oh, the mirth, the wisdom. Fantastic. So we we're having a discussion about root beer. I don't know how it came up. What My son decided root beer is his favorite. He really likes pop. And oh, yeah. uh, root beer is his favorite. And I asked him what his favorite is, and he mentioned when and I said, there's nothing better than A&W root beer in a frosty mug. And he said, I've never had that, and I, I, I got the pangs of guilt. You mm-hmm. are 12 years old, and you've never had A&W root beer in a frosty mug? That's one of the life's great delights, in my opinion. Yeah, but that's, that's the old days. That's the old school, man. That's so 20th century. Now it's, you know, out of a machine in a plastic cup. Well, so I went to A&W thinking I could get A&W root beer in a frosty mug, and it came in a... Kind of flat and not that cold in a plastic cup. Is and that, that was not very disappointing. Folks,
3: and, and I hate to be this guy, I'm not Joe Biden. I'm not screaming, get off my lawn. I'm young and vital and virile. Everybody knows it. I don't want to come off as the old guy. But does that not beautifully illustrate the difference between the 20th century and the 21st century. And, and, you know, the New York Times, with an article, very, very, very good about the crisis in emotional health of our adolescents and our teenagers, young adults. It's heartbreaking, sickening, worrisome. A great way to spend a weekend, huh? But so much of it boiled down to it used to be you and your friends got N.W. root beer in a frosty mug, and now you get flat crap in a plastic cup and stare at your freaking phone. That is the
2: answer. That's pretty good right there. Somebody write that down and publish it. It's not that complicated. <laughs> and I, I read a long piece about how we're living in the 70s again, and we are in so many different ways. The, the inflation, the malaise, the things just being feeling kind of crappy and bad and just... Uh. In the, yeah. 70, in the 70s America cranked out crap. Everything we made was crappy. From our guitars to our cars, everything was just crappy. And uh, and people had just kind of an attitude uh, we're just kind of kind of the good days are past. And then, you know, Reagan came along and inflation went down and all kinds of things. And I turned around. They can turn around again, but we're in the we're in a, we're we're not in a good spot right now. It's a malaise jack. If you're driving an ad willing to say it, I'll say it. We're in a malaise. (laughs) As long as our logisticians can meet the demand signal, I think we'll be all right. Amen, brother. So we got uh, mailbag (laughs) on the way and all the other topics of the day. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
2: We're down to three hundred some deaths a day from COVID in America. So it's been going down, 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 down fast. That's still quite a few people. But um, you know, in a country this big and where we were, it's very, very good news. It's Which still hogs a disproportionate number oh, of headlines, though. Yeah, my God, goodness. I, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, I want to talk a little bit later. Wall Street Journal had a good piece about the fascist Anthony Fauci, or uh, uh, whatever they called him. Uh, I represent science. T- t- talking loud and proud about how, no, 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 health officials should not be stopped by judges. What are you talking about? Yeah. So you can just do anything for however long you want because oh, you're yeah. a health officials. Anyway, we'll talk about that more later. Oh, I can't
3: wait. That uh, crazy yelling guy in San Diego, have you been a good little Nazi? Hail Fauci, hail Fauci. Uh, Maybe he wasn't a crackpot, as it turns out. So I got a question for you, Jack, in terms of mailbag. Are you looking for uh, light and uh, irrelevant yet amusing, or do you want more substance? I can't decide. It's a Monday.
2: All I know is I need to be lifted up.
3: You do? I need to be lifted up. Okay. All right, then. Let me see what I can do. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. Beginning... A series of quotes on the topic of morality inspired by John Adams and the uh, columnist David French in ah, their I read discussion that. of a moral people. I read that yesterday. Pretty interesting yeah. stuff. And now the Constitution depends on it. Yeah, I've highlighted it. I want to bring some of those thoughts to your attention. And and you know what? Honestly, it, it goes back to the A and W root beer being flat in a plastic cup as opposed to uh, the whole frosted mug with your friends thing. And I just, well, I, if I get off on that tangent, we'll never come back. Here's your mailbag, folks. Oh, I'm, I never got to the quote. Sorry. Uh, we'll start with Immanuel Kant, the philosopher. Morality is not the doctrine of how we make ourselves happy, but how we may make ourselves worthy of happiness. Think about that. I usually can't understand him. <laughs> Put that in your pipe and smoke it, philosophy majors, huh? I get that one, yeah. Yeah, mailbag. We have a lot of substance, but I'm going to go with light and amusing because we've got a heap and load of substance the next half hour. We were discussing once again the alleged greatest poem of the 20th century, the red wheelbarrow, last week. Oh, boy. <laughs> so much depends upon a red wheelbarrow glazed with rain water. beside the white chickens. That's the whole thing, by the way. That's it. That's it. Tom and SoCal found some red wheelbarrow entries posted uh, in last year. Pelosi's entry, so much depends upon a red wheelbarrow overflowing COVID relief money beside the white supremacists. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Biden's entry, so much depends upon a silver Amtrak train. It's not a joke. I have hairy legs. And finally, you're going to like this one. Kamala's entry, so much depends upon the passage of time, the passage of
2: time, the passage of time. (laughs) How can this show be on one hand sometimes so highbrow yet be what it is the rest of the time? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Somebody
3: pointed out that a former producer, Positive Sean, living large in Charlotte, North Carolina at this point. Uh... Uh, they asked, did positive Sean buy one of those board eight eight yacht club apes? If so, the current lowest sale prices in the three hundred thousand dollar
2: range. Wow,
3: crazy stuff there. Five uh five thousand about a year ago. You know, I looked it up, I followed the link, and they appear to be at the website that appears to be the place where these things are bought and sold. But I can't even comprehend what the product is, much less whether this is a legit uh, outlet to to buy and sell. Yeah. But yeah, they're in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. I had heard that the whole NFT thing had collapsed and everybody's left holding the bag.
2: Well, Who the, knows? The whole thing is uh, smoke and mirrors, but people actually make and lose money.
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh,. Let's see. That is so relevant that I can't even do it. Uh, let's see. This is from uh, the always intriguing Paolo. You guys mentioned your email seems to be leaning toward you more U.S. involvement in Ukraine. Huh. Uh, just speaking up for the other side, I think our best hope to win this is to compromise as much as possible. Putin's standing in the world, more importantly, at home in Russia. That's what will weaken him. Don't do anything he can spin into. See, I told you, America's attacking us. That would play right into his hands. He goes into the various ways we can weaken Russia, which is indeed what uh, Blinken and, uh, and Austin said we would do over the weekend. And uh, he also says, be careful with economic sanctions. They're not 100% safe. Uh, mentions Japan and World War II. So.
2: The, I uh, heard a compelling piece over the weekend about why we should start using the W word more often. He used it there, win. We should state flatly that our goal is to help Ukraine win. Just to make the goal very, very clear. Mm-hmm. Is that Agreed. too aggressive or not? We got much more to come. If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast at ArmstrongandGetty.com. Armstrong and
0: Getty.
5: Make Mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand.
6: Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call.
3: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Reports of five different attacks on rail lines in Ukraine by Russian missiles. I don't think that's a coincidence or anything, as the SecDef and SecState both came in from Poland by train yesterday and talked about shipping a whole bunch of of new arms in by train yesterday. So I think Russia's decided, let's take out the train tracks. They've hit train stations and tracks in five different areas of Ukraine today. Indeed, and our
3: sex, death, and state made it clear in a joint statement that we need to, I think the quote was, weaken Russia to the point that they can't do this again, weaken their military. So I would say it's on. What it leads to is anybody's guess, but more on that to come. There are times, times that I start to feel a little bit optimistic about uh, trends uh, in the country. I've often said that if you want to discredit uh, progressive policy, the best thing to do is enact it, although that can be painful and dangerous. Um, you know, look around, blue cities. Um Uh, But I noticed a a distinct tilt toward the commonsensical on 60 Minutes last night. I don't Hmm. know if anybody else caught it. Okay. Uh, It it frequently annoys me. Openly progressive... uh pitched for dumb people that sort of thing but it really felt like a pendulum swinging back the other way on a couple of different topics we'll play you some clips scott pelly interviewed christopher ray the uh, director of the fbi who came in after the lanky lawman uh what's his uh, james comey the lying self-promoting leak otastic former guy after he left um but they asked him a couple of things about crime in America in a way that sounded like I was asking the question. Let's begin with clip number
2: 81, Michael. In 2020, there was a 29% jump in murder in the United States, nearly 5,000 more people killed than the year before. What is behind this leap in homicide?
4: Certainly, the pandemic didn't help. There's a variety of ways in which that contributed to it. Uh, We're seeing more and more juveniles committing violent crime, and that's certainly an issue. We're seeing uh, a a, a certain amount of of gun trafficking, interstate gun trafficking. That's part of it. And we're seeing uh, an alarming frequency of some of the worst of the worst getting back out on the streets.
3: Oh, interesting. Keeping in mind that the FBI only deals with a couple of aspects of the things he talked about. Most murder is the purely a local issue. But I thought that last part was interesting.
2: Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that, uh, the, the murders being a local thing. But, yeah, I, I was surprised that he brought up the whole, and there's a whole bunch of bad guys on the street. I wish he'd have gone a little further with that. but
3: Yeah, the, uh, the trend of, and there are sometimes things happen that are so crazy and idiotic, it, it disturbs me that they're allowed to happen. For instance, the idea that COVID is such a serious problem, that we have to turn a healthy 22-year-old violent thug felon back out on the street to make sure he doesn't get the equivalent of a cold because it would be too crazy to have these people in jail. What with COVID about? I just, who is doing the weighing of those things? Right. But but then Man, just when no I... no kidding. Just when I thought, wow, 60 minutes, really? Okay. Christopher Ray bringing it. They asked a question that shocked me. Uh, number 82, Michael. In 2021,
2: there was a 59% increase in the murders of police officers. 73 officers killed.
4: Violence against law enforcement in this country is one of the biggest phenomenons that I think doesn't get enough attention. Last year, officers were being killed at a rate of almost one every five days.
2: How come I didn't
3: know that? I know. I know. It's because the media has been pitching this narrative that cops are oppressors and murderers, mainly, mainly, and that the real threat to black lives, for instance, is cops. Now, you know this show, we're on the record. Any unjustified violence by any government official against any free citizen of this beautiful country is repugnant, and we're against it, always, if it's unjustified. But that rhetoric, that narrative is so dangerous and is so dangerous, and one more clip on that topic goes a little further down that argument.
2: Why are more officers being killed right now? Some of it is tied to
4: the violent crime problem uh, as a whole. But one of the phenomena that we saw uh, in last year is that an alarming percentage of the 73 law enforcement officers killed in the line of duty last year were killed through things like being ambushed uh, or shot while out on patrol. They were killed because they were police officers. Right. Wearing the badge shouldn't make you a target.
3: Now, one could uh, protest that Scott Pelley and his network and his show and his friends and that at the cocktail parties at the elite private schools in New York and Washington were the very people uh, propagating this narrative that cops are evil, brutal, white supremacist oppressor, uh, oppressors and are probably going to shoot your children. And maybe, maybe that has something to do with uh, the idea that they should be executed merely for being cops. But at least they're saying it out loud.
2: Yeah, obviously the follow-up on 60 Minutes to some of these answers could have been a lot better. They could have gone down some of these roads and they chose not to. uh, That was a big disappointment to me.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, To that assertion by Scott uh, by uh, Christopher Ray, which is obviously true. It was a, mm, and then they moved on to a different question. Right? I mean, that's been like the story for the last couple of summers. And yet, uh, well, again, maybe the, the pendulum has just barely started moving in the other way.
2: Do you have any idea why we decided that FBI directors get 10-year terms? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, the idea is that to make them independent from
3: the uh, the executive branch, from the president. So, so they wouldn't be beholden to them.
2: Gotcha. So it's longer than any even two term president. Yeah, and it's
3: probably gonna span uh, both parties. Yeah. That's a that, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm uh, in favor then, then. Then finally, uh on a different topic, I thought this was notable. First the, the why Scott Pelly brings up Russia. Who doesn't know that the main geopolitical threat to the United States is China at this point? But anyway, Pelly starts with Russia and, and gets to China in eighty four. In counterintelligence, does anything worry you more than Russia?
4: The biggest threat we face as a country from a counterintelligence perspective is from the People's Republic of China, and especially the Chinese Communist Party. They are targeting our innovation, our trade secrets, our intellectual property uh, on a scale that's unprecedented in history. They have a bigger hacking program than that of every other major nation combined. They have stolen more of Americans' personal and corporate data than every nation combined. It affects everything from agriculture to aviation to high-tech to healthcare, care. Pretty much every sector of our economy. Anything that makes an industry tick, they target.
2: Yeah, we talk about the war in Ukraine a lot, and we will continue to talk to, about it a lot because it's a heck of a, an important and interesting and quickly changing story on a day by day basis, but in terms of people at the top and what they're paying attention to, I hope they're you know they're listening to Christopher Ray there because de- by far China long term is the major player on planet Earth in terms of being opposed to us. Yeah, and there's some China news actually. They are ab- they are on the
3: march. They are marching as fast as they can to dominate the globe. Uh, but one more clip about what the FBI can do about it theoretically. What is the FBI doing about that?
4: We are now moving at a pace where we're opening a new China counterintelligence investigation, tech, to health care, pretty much every sector of our economy. Anything that makes an industry tick, they target. What
0: is the FBI doing about
4: that? We are now moving at a pace where we're opening a new China counterintelligence investigation about every 12 hours. There's well north of 2,000 of these investigations. All 56 of our field offices are engaged on it. And I can assure you that it's not because our agents don't have enough else to do. It's a a measure of how significant the threat
3: is. And there's never any excuse for racism okay, or xenophobia to protect the homeland. On the other hand, there's a hell of a long journey between sensible caution against an implacable enemy... And xenophobia. And I have this straight from counterintelligence officers. Our universities, especially, are crawling with Chinese agents, whether they be official agents or just poor. And, and look, if you want to be sympathetic, they're, they're Poor bastards whose families are back in China. And when the Chinese Communist Party comes to them and says, we need pictures of this, we need reports on this, I know you signed a do not uh, disclose agreement, you're going to give us uh, all of the data, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and those uh, Chinese citizens, whether out of loyalty or enthusiasm or just fear that mom and dad will be put in a gulag, they go ahead and they execute the will of the Chinese government. We are crawling with Chinese agents in this country, which is why we have thousands of counterintelligence investigations going on right now.
2: Yeah, uh different topic but in China in the area, they've been hit with COVID in Beijing now. They're reporting 70 cases, which probably means it's a heck of a lot more than that, and uh, a lot of people are fearing a Shanghai-style lockdown coming to Beijing now, which would well, be something
3: they- They would almost have to do that, because Xi Jinping has said, no, it's zero COVID. That's my baby. Trust me on this one. Go with me. I'm taking this one to the wall.
2: That'll be something, though, in the the nation's capital. That's a whole different thing. Yeah,
3: yeah. Well, hey, uh, Winnie the Pooh, maybe you should have been up front when the thing started, shared the genome, admitted what was happening, given the rest of the world the data, you evil bastard. (laughs) I like you dropping an EB on him. I hope he gets the COVID and dies from it. Wow. I haven't said that about anybody. Wow!
2: I hope Xi Jinping gets the COVID and croaks. Yeah, sure, that's perfectly appropriate. I can list plenty of people that I would not feel bad about saying that about. She Putin struggling to breathe on a ventilator. That would be justice. Oof! Um, ha- have an acquaintance who's quite sick with the second variant of Omicron right now. As a that's right, I do know her age. She's forty-two. Um, uh, you know, prime of life sort of person and dang sick. So it's still, you know, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not worried about it. I never think about it, but it can still get you. Mm -hmm. Yep. Indeed. Wow. I hope uh, things go well for, uh, I like China displaying to the world though, what they are. So that's the thing about these Chinese cities getting hit with COVID is everybody gets to watch and see what the authoritarian governments look like. China is That's exactly right. Michael. That's a good summary. <laughs> um, we ought to take a break. We got so many good things to get to today. Elon Musk is gonna take over Twitter. I thought that for some reason i all my reading, I'd come to the conclusion that was probably dead like a week ago. Now it looks like sometime this week it's gonna be announced he he owns Twitter. Wow. Um, what that means, I'm not quite quite sure. A uh, bunch of stuff on the way. stay with us.
5: The Armstrong and Getty Show
3: He is doing well, like he said, he's still processing it Mm -hmm. because that's not something you expect but when Will slapped Chris, he slapped all of us but Mm -hmm. he really slapped me because when
1: you hurt my child, you hurt me what in the world were you thinking so many things could have happened from that chris could have stepped back and fallen you really could have gotten taken out in handcuffs
2: chris rock's mom breaks her silence all right when she said they when when uh, will smith slapped chris Rock, he slapped all of us Did she mean everybody in their family or like all of us says all of us everybody in the world he slapped america jack (laughs) (laughs) i like it when you use that tone of voice what tone of voice (laughs) <laughs> um, a number of people are saying the war in Russia or Ukraine, the the whole ball game is the next couple of weeks. Yeah, that's a exciting statement. True or not, I don't know. But the whole ball game is the next couple of weeks. Maybe we'll discuss that among other things coming up hour two when we get into it. Do you see the picture of Emmanuel Macron reelected as French president with his shirt unbuttoned down to? Wow, that's a full three buttons unbuttoned, maybe four. It's hard to count looking at this picture. Did you see that picture? I did not see that. Woo! Wow. Can I get the angle right here? There we go. <gasps> Holy cow, that's like Burt Reynolds 1975. Yeah. And like days, be- that's from last week, days before a close election, his photographer. So this is like your official make me look good picture. How different is France from the United States? You would not get elected president of the United States. I don't care who you freaking are. If you had a picture of you lean back on the couch in your tight shirt unbuttoned on your belt. It's very French. Yeah, that's interesting. I ah. mean, it, it, only
3: if his wife was by his side and you could see his lover in the kitchen, would it be any more French?
2: <laughs> and he was smoking. Right, exactly. Um, yeah. uh, some people, I tweeted this out yesterday and some people said that was photoshopped. Uh, it's from the Financial Times. That's one of the most legit newspapers in the world. So, well, and Photoshop for what purpose? I mean, it's kind of a striking photo, but I don't think it matters. Much. His chest is ridiculously hairy. That could be photoshopped. Hey, mm. yeah, beautiful hair! I mean, I think they went to a Labrador ret- ret- Retriever and <laughs> photoshopped that in. Um, of more
3: important things Again, to for what purpose? If I'm gifted in the arts of photo manipulation, I'm going to find something better
2: to do. Netflix is officially adding commercials, which I read way too much about over the weekend. Maybe we'll talk about that later and how it's kind of the predictable direction that it was going to go all along. Kind of a, Remember when cable TV... I'd forgotten this. When cable TV first hit the scene, one of the things people loved about it was no commercials. Mm-hmm. You don't even remember that anymore now because obviously cable is as jammed with commercials as any other show you ever watch, and that's the direction Netflix is probably going, because their competitors have a base of revenue. They don't; Their streaming services can be a loss leader. Amazon just won the Oscar, right, um, for Best Picture. They make all their money shipping you crap. They don't have to make money off of the stuff they put on their streaming service. Not, mm. Netflix has nothing else. So they're a completely different model. So that kind of sucks that all those shows will start having commercials, but what are you going to do? Well, no. No, my understanding is that that's an
3: option. That's a lower price subscription
2: option. The Wall Street Journal thinks that that's just that inevitable. That really? There's just no way that their financial model works. So it'll just way. become a, a TV network. It'll just become a maybe better cable channel that you pay okay. for. Um. Also saw this in the Financial Times, and I uh, might bring it up to my kids. Gaming, playing video games, which my kids did a lot over the weekend. No matter how nice it is outside, I have to pry them away. Got them over the park yesterday afternoon. We had a really good time playing what they call wall ball, but uh, they'd rather play video games inside. But this article in the Financial Times about how this is the best way young people are getting the chance to deal with unpredictability and solve problems in the way that we don't allow in modern society anyway. I thought that was pretty interesting. Hmm, They get to explore a world, get lost, get confused, find the tools to solve the problem,
3: etc. I get it. There are
2: consequences for decisions. So especially your more complicated games like Fortnite, Call of Duty, all that sort of stuff is playing a role that we're not allowing for kids in society. And I thought, that's kind of interesting. That's kind of compelling. That might actually be true. That doesn't sound like horse crap to me. There are consequences.
3: My son's favorite game. Now, this is going back a because he's uh, in his late 20s now. The consequence was he got eaten by this half jackal, half crocodile <laughs> looking thing. Oh, nobody wants now, that's that. a consequence. Yeah, nobody wants that. Torn limb from limb by some horrifying beast from
2: space. Um, What was the other thing I wanted to jam in here real fast? I don't remember. I forgot my belt today, so I'm really out of sorts. Oh, I'm happy Mr. To be... Saggy Pants. Well, I'm, it's, uh, I got my stretchy pants on. I'm... I got my stretchy pants. The modern, wow. the modern suit for the modern man is stretchy, and it's the look. The cool guys wear the, the beltless look. Your stretchy pants are just the right snugness that you don't need a belt, and that's the cool guy. I just don't know if I can pull off the cool guy look, but I have no choice today because I forgot my belt.:
3: Yeah, boy, in you know, the world of golf uh, fashions, uh, the young studs, they're wearing pants that are they're like uh, they're like yoga pants. With a little more room for the, the, the male parts, obviously. And they don't fit quite as tight in the butt. Uh, but in terms of going down the leg, they're like yoga pants. And are they
2: super short? Uh, that's the uh, the style I see in all the big cities. They absolutely do not overlap the shoe. Um, the, Wals- the, the Washington Post put out a piece I want to read from later. Worried about the New York Times new editor. So the New York Times hired a new editor. Washington Post, concerned that the New York Times is not going to be hard enough on Republicans. I'll have to wow. read from that later because it's hilarious. Unintentionally you know, that, hilarious. That fits because the WAPO has gone full-on shameless woke lately. Fantastic. So we got lots to get to, and we'll kick off Hour 2 with an update on what's happening in Ukraine. Our Secretary of Defense and Secretary of State were in Kiev yesterday talking to Zelensky in person. How do you like that? If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast at Armstrongandgetty.com.
0: Armstrong and
3: Getty. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woo a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Finance credit union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.